Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you had a great weekend. And thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast to start what is going to be an awesome week. Let's do that. We got another trip report for you today. Lister Cody is joining us from right down the street here at the Be Our Guest podcast studios in lovely O'Fallon, Missouri, to talk about his trip down to Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort with a family of 12 extended family Love these kind of trip reports because so much is going on. They had a range of ages from an infant all the way up to uh, guests in their 70s, which means there were lots of considerations for this trip. They did some interesting things like a character breakfast over at Ohana, which is one of my favorite things to do. They visited Typhoon Lagoon. They did the after hours event at Disney's Hollywood Studios. We talk about the Caring for Giants tour over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. The ladies got, well, a little wild, and they went over to the outlets. We talk about that because that's something that I think is one of the most crazy experiences you can have in Central Florida. And we talk about the logistics of traveling with a large group, what works, what doesn't, pool time, lots of ice cream, guardians for the first time and traveling on frontier airlines we give thoughts about that versus southwest airlines so much information on today's show but you're going to hear that the love of disney really comes through on this podcast don't forget today's show always brought to you by the magic for less travel we would love to help you plan your next walt disney world disneyland disney cruise line or adventures by disney trip the agents are standing by right now over at the magic for less Com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. Thanks to everybody who clicks through and takes that extra five seconds to support our podcast every time you shop on Amazon. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. Your support over there makes all of this possible. So thank you to those who do that each month. We cannot thank you enough for that. And our patrons get that bonus show each week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us, give it a shot. Come on over to patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2302 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rollman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and got to spend some time outside and friends and family and out on the East Coast. Hope that air cleared up and you actually got to get outside. I know that was kind of rough earlier in the week and hopefully the weekend was a little bit better for you all. And uh, we're going to kick off another week, as we do here, with a trip report. I know we haven't had one in a couple of weeks because we had some cancellations. You got a little Mike and Scott, and that might have been a little bit much. Maybe you liked it. Oh, depends what kind of podcast you like. <laughs> My wife would have been like, Mike, do a trip report. Because <laughs> we don't want to hear about what you think for five minutes on different topics. But hey, we're turning the show over to Cody today. We're going to hear about his recent trip. So we're actually headed right here in the Westplex in St. Charles County. Cody's right down the road in O'Fallon, Missouri. Cody, thanks for coming on the show today. Appreciate it. What's going on? Hey, Mike. It's uh, exciting. I, like you said, you had some cancellations. I snuck in at 
the last minute and looking forward to discussing our trip from this past March. I appreciate it. You know, we span the globe like Wide World of, or, uh, what was that? Uh, yeah, Wide World of Sports back in the day. You know, we, we had a couple of weeks with listeners from Australia. You know, that was wild. I was talking to them on a Wednesday night. It was Thursday morning there. It was tripping me out looking outside the bay there in Melbourne. <laughs> and it was it was just wild. I, I couldn't put my brain around it. And right now, you know, after we wrap up this show, we can meet at Andy's and get a Tiger Streak ice cream, you know, in like 10 exactly. minutes. It, that's pretty sweet. It, it, we might have to do that. <laughs> we just have to see. So. It does sound uh, good. So let's get before we get to your trip though tell us a little bit of your background as a disney fan like how does it all start for you like how do you find yourself like f- listen to your first disney podcast or even go back before that how does it all start yeah we went a little bit i, I went with once my i uh, went once with my family growing up um but then we're like um i went, met my wife when we were like 13 so we kind of i went with her family a few times as like teenagers early 20s but then is when we had our first kid uh our oldest nolan he was two years old we took him down there for a second birthday and i think the thing that really hooked us was we did we went to meet mickey mouse at the town square theater and this is back when they did mickey mouse was talking oh yeah so mickey mouse just like just made our day like he's sitting there talking to nolan we probably spent five at least five minutes with us i'm sure the people behind us weren't too happy but uh they're pretending to be trains. They're doing the hot dog dance. At one point, he like marches them out of the room. He says, "We'll see y'all later." And all of a sudden, they come back in, and you know, we're all just there with some grandparents and everybody's just getting a little dusty in the room and stuff. And we, I think, from that point on, I think it was like oh, we got to keep bringing our kids, constantly make these memories. And then I'm a big numbers guy, and like I love the planning yep. of it all. And, Same. Like, Oh, we got this many rides in. Let's go. Like, let's get here and get here to the next lightning lane as fast as we can and stuff. I've, I've learned to slow down a little bit, but I do love the feeling accomplished at the end of the day of like, oh, man, we got we did all this and had a lot of fun. And uh, I just love the, you know, these trips are months in advance. You know, it lasts a lot longer than just those week we're there. That's a good point. So you're one of those folks who it's not just about the time that the the wheels hit down at MCO till the time, you know, wheels up when you when you leave. It's more the full experience, right? It, it's from the time you conceptualize the trip, from the time you put the deposit down and you're like, okay, we're starting to, you know, discuss over dinner what our possible ADRs could be. And then at 60 days, we lay some ADRs down. Then we modify them 45 days. So you're kind of one of those people that see the whole you know, it's like a six-month experience rather than a seven-day trip. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it's it's gotten less now that we've we've gone enough. It's one of those like I don't have to plan a whole lot. Like I can just, I kind of know how things are going to go most of the way, <laughs> and adjust pretty quickly. So I don't need to go deep, you know, minute to minute. But you know, especially right now with the Cardinals not playing well, I'll get yeah. on. I'm definitely online a little more, looking at stuff and. Uh, reading forums and chats and doing my research and having fun there and make myself feel better about <laughs> that other stuff. I'm sorry, but uh, this, this was on Friday's podcast, but I got to give you one of these. Cause you mentioned the Cardinals. It's not, we can't do that on this podcast because I have enough misery in my, uh, in my, in my Twitter feeds right now. And in my TVs and radios, I can't have the Cardinals mentioned right now. My blood pressure just went up 10, 10 points. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, I'm with you. I'm off social media right now. It's it's bad in St. Louis, people. It's terrible. And the thing is, like, 
Mizzou football hasn't even started yet. I don't know if you're a Mizzou football fan, but I'm a season ticket holder. I live and breathe Mizzou football. Yep. And I mean, it's it, you're just here. setting yourself up for like getting your, your fingernails pulled out every fall. I mean, just that's how it happens. I mean, like the Cardinal baseball always is at least something. Anyway, we got to stop. So <laughs> let's get into this trip because we got a lot to talk about. You, you went down with a large group, and I always think that these are the most fun trips to talk about because one... Yep. There's so many dynamics involved, but I, I think that this is the the kind of trip that people have the most questions about because it, it's almost like one of those risk and reward situations. I think these can be the most memorable trips. These can be the best trips, but they can also be the trips where the wheels fall off the bus big time. You know, you, you do have a lot of potential for all kinds of stuff going wrong, but let's take it all the way back to the beginning. How do you guys decide with this many people they were all going to go together. Like, does this happen at Thanksgiving? You're carving the turkey. Somebody says, we need to go to Caribbean Beach in March. I mean, <laughs> like, where's this idea come from? Was, were you celebrating something? So we uh, weren't celebrating. We just like to go. Uh, my aunt is the other kind of real big uh, Disney nut in the family. So shout out to Aunt Sarah. But um, we have a lot of family dinners on Wednesdays. So typically what happens is we are me, my wife, Jackie, and then we have three kids. They're 10, 7, and 4. Nolan, Easton, Charlotte. And we'll be like, hey, we're going on spring break here in March 2023. And this is like, you know, probably summer of 2022. And does anybody want to go? And then it's like, you know, somebody's here like, yeah, I want to go. And then it's, oh, yep, here. And then all of a sudden now we have 12 people, you know, going. And uh, I will definitely, you know, I like to not controls, maybe this a strong word, but I like to do the planning and keep us all in tact and everything so i'll kind of take the reins and you know i'm always we are the more people there the more fun our kids have and stuff Absolutely. so there's definitely a lot of challenges and we'll talk through some of that as we go uh, but we've learned from past experiences we've done a couple other big trips that we knew hey i'm gonna plan some downtime for each individual group mm -hmm. <laughs> to decompress and uh have their own times themselves so let me ask you about before like the planning before because not mm -hmm. not like once you're there and all that stuff what kind of tools did you use? Because right now, I mean, obviously 10, 15 years ago, the tools would have been way different than, I mean, we live in a, you know, you're, you're so easily connected through Facebook messenger, through text messages, but you also have, I mean, you could use a Google sheet that's shared between the group. You could, use, I mean, there's so many just free, awesome tools for collaboration. Cause I mean, I'm sure with, like you said, Sarah's also, somebody that's plugged in and you had, you know, different folks. So how did you get feedback from people and kind of put together what everybody was looking for so that everybody going into the trip got what they were looking for? Yeah. So we, uh, we do have like a Google sheet and it, it's mostly, and I've shared, like it has like my packing list that will reference every time, um, like different things and like different rides in the different parks and different restaurants, things like that. Uh, you know, now that we've gone a few times, we don't kind of reference it as much, but a lot of it is like, we'll get together for family dinner and Sarah's like, Hey, Shelby's family. That's my cousin. She'll, she wants to go to, um, the storybook meal. And I'm like, well, we probably won't. So let's just plan a time. We'll go do something else while mm -hmm. you're doing that. Or, Hey, we're going to go to Ohana. They don't want to go. So we'll go do something else. So we kind of just, you know, everybody kind of gave me exactly what they want, you know, the kind of must do's on this trip. And then we kind of just tried to plan things around those times. Uh, about a week or two before, I made a list of like, I gave them some, sh like, I wrote down like, my family is going to be here from this time to this time and here from this time to this time. And I was like, if you want to join me, let me know. If you don't like this, then uh, 
try to plan something at that <laughs> for yourselves at somewhere else. And that allowed me to kind of know, hey, this way. So a lot of it was kind of just over family dinners, discussions and stuff like that. So since we usually do a family dinner every Wednesday, you know, we have a lot of discussions and had a lot of fun leading up to it, figuring things out. It's a good idea, too, that you guys could be in person and having dinners real casual, just getting feedback while you're sharing some some uh, some nice meals. That's I like that idea. I mean, it makes it easy, though, that you're all together. You know, if you're spread out around exactly. the country, obviously, you're going to need to use probably more online tools. Uh, real quick though, you guys ended up at Caribbean beach. Um, cause so many resorts, you know, you got deluxe, moderate value and you got different themes who, who won out on Caribbean beach. Was that your call? Was that your jam or what? I mean, you're in charge. You know, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I was talking earlier about when we took our son when he was two and for a long time we would stay off, we would drive down, stay off property. Um, you know, it was just eat. We had so much stuff, you know, these infants, things like that. And we just wanted to have our own space. As we got older, we I mean, I stayed at Pop once and like, oh, man, this was kind of convenient. And then all of a sudden it was like, yep, <laughs> we did it again. It was like, all right. And then uh, the previous trip, I think it was October 2021, I believe, we did a split stay from Pop to Caribbean Beach. Uh, part of it was like availability at Pop. And part of it was just some people want to try something different. But we're like, well, we want the Skyliner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we knew Pop had the great, you know, we love the Skyliner at Pop. So we tried Caribbean Beach. And man, that like, the fifth sleeper was awesome since we have five in our room for our kids uh and then just all of a sudden like we never used to go to take the breaks go to the pools and all of a sudden that trip like we had to go back you know the kids love the water slides they're just going down over mm-hmm. and over and now that our kids are older and like they can go in the water without us you know with their floaties and stuff it just makes it so much easier for us to just relax you know get a drink at the one of the fruit like these fruity drinks non-alcoholic <laughs> fruity drinks at the yeah, little yeah. bar there go sit there take a drink and uh watch the kids play and have a good time and a lot of pizza at the pool too that's nice uh day break so we were just knew we wanted to go back to caribbean beach after that trip and uh we scheduled it and we were not disappointed it was great that sounds nice that sounds like vacation i mean that's exactly it and it, skyliner great transportation epcot mm-hmm. studios centrally located Great, that pirate pool, that pirate theme pool is oh, just awesome. It it's incredible. I mean, nobody really talks about it, but it's it's just. I mean, it, it's almost like swimming in the Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, it is with the turrets and the slide, and you know, like you said, you got uh, uh, the bar there, the Banana Cabana or whatever that is right next yep. to you. It's, it's it's got good food too. Um, and we so, we have picky eaters, so like we'll just oh. you know mobile order a big one or two pizzas, bring it to the pool, everybody eats and. God. just get dessert later when we go back to the park you're killing me it's, it's monday and i don't want to work you know i just want to be sitting there by the pool at caribbean beach man because they play with the the calypso music and yep. you know, it's about as good as you can get without being in the caribbean itself i'm just saying uh, going on a cruise here in a few weeks and i'm ready to go now it's you know it's like the closer it gets the harder it is to work and oh, you're not helping 100%. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's talk about getting down there though because you flew out of st louis you got your mm-hmm. big gr- you guys all flew down together like a, a this big group of 12 we did we Man, did we you guys work. you guys are a, like a wolf pack here it's amazing <laughs> okay so we we talked before we started recording because you know it's kind of interesting we're, we're in the same area here that you typically do fly southwest which i always typically fly as well because there's just numerous southwest flights out of uh, lambert airport which is what we fly out of yep. um but i've also flown frontier which is a kind of an alternate airline out of uh lambert Air- airport i did it once in because I was enticed by the low rate. I mean, a really <laughs> low rate we got. Yeah. But I ended up paying, uh, and I still saved money. But by the we flew down with Mallory, my wife, and Mallory's friend for cheerleading. 
And by the time I had to, you know, pay for their bags and their carry-ons, because I had two teen girls and a wife, I didn't save a ton. And it just felt like, like, I know that people don't like Southwest, like kettle, whatever they call it, the kettle call or whatever, where you line up one through 30, 31 through 60. I feel like Frontier was out of control, like at their gates, like compared to Southwest. It made Southwest feel like it was like totally controlled, like especially at MCO coming home. It was wild. Yeah. People were button and like I paid extra to get, you know, I don't even remember what they called it. But like this ladies came in front of me and like, I want to fight her, but like, I'm not going <laughs> to fight a lady. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, lady, you did not pay. And you just right in front of me with like your bag of Doritos. I'm like, come on now. It was just it was wild, like on Frontier. And it could have just been like a one off. I don't know. But. I was like, okay, I'm going back to Southwest. And I know Southwest is like a budget airline. It's not like I'm flying, you know, Delta or, you know, Virgin Airlines or I don't know. Give me a fancy one. But what was your experience? Because I it totally could have been a one-off for me. And you said you had a pretty decent experience. Yeah, we've, we've fingers crossed have had pretty good luck with Frontier. I will say, like, the flight was originally supposed to get at, like, 3 p.m. And then, like, two months out, it got changed, like, 11 p.m. So I was like, ah, oh, because, yeah. you know, we had plans to go to the pool and hang yeah. out and things like that. So that part wasn't great, um, but you're right that it's, I, I would definitely prefer Southwest, but the flights, it was spring break, but the flights for Southwest were, you yeah, know, yeah. we have a wide range of budgets within that 12, group of 12. So it was one of those, like, it was just going to be a lot round trip for everybody. So Frontier was like more than half the cost, even with bags and stuff. Yeah. Well, see, I mean, that's right there. I mean, you know, you can put up with a whole lot for 50% less. Yeah. Exactly. So what for my particular family, uh, my wife, Jackie, she is just like awesome at like packing tightly, like rolling stuff up, <laughs> get it in there. And we, uh, I learned the packing cubes from Pam. So we uh, are a packing cube family. So that helps save space. Um, we were able to use my mother-in-law's suitcase a little bit. Some other family members, we might throw some things in there. And then we had like five personal items, you know, that have the stuff for the plane. Uh, now frontier is like real strict on like your bag is more is too big they will charge you like as a carry-on so we were very like conscious of that uh but thankfully it was fine so they do nickel and dime you because you have to pay a lot for bags if you want to have your your seats assigned you have to pay for that and it's a lot uh one thing that did help us in that regard is we just didn't pay for seats but they have these rules that like if the kids under a certain age uh, a week out, they will assign seats. It's like one adult will get the kids. So for my family of five, they put me with one of my kids and my wife with the other two kids. And then same for my cousin. And then we just went ahead and bought, I think it was like four more seats for the rest of the family so that we could kind of have everybody somewhat close. But we weren't super concerned about if we had to be in the same across from each other, front and back. Like, yeah, we're we'll not see each other for the next six days. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So that also saves. It's just a nice little tip that, like, you know, if you don't want to worry about seats, but you have young kids, you're going to get sat together. You're going to know. And then depending on where it is, you can you can change your mind if you don't like the seat they put you in. Now, the, one other thing I do like about having my seats beforehand compared to Southwest, I'm of the mind, like, I have my three kids and I'm going to be on this plane for two and a half hours. I want to be the like one of the very last people on this plane. <laughs> I want them to sit in that seat the least amount possible. Yeah. So Southwest, you know, you have to get on, get your seats. But Frontier, I knew where I'm sitting. I don't care if I'm the last one on. I'm going to have my seat. So I do like that aspect of, all right, I don't need to get on here till the very last second. That's a good point. Because uh, I don't travel with any little kids anymore. Like, uh, you know, most <laughs> of the time I travel by myself at this point. I'm excited that I'm going with my family here in a few weeks. And, uh, yeah, she's 15 now, the youngest. So. It might, by the way, we're three weeks out as we record. My oldest still hasn't bought her ticket and it's going to cost a fortune. And I've only been hounding her for like, 
four months to buy her ticket because I'm paying for it. And I'm just going to give her only like what it would have cost her four months and she's going to pay for the rest. So she's driving me crazy with that. Um, so, yeah, just you're looking forward uh, to that. It would drive me older. crazy. Oh, so, <laughs> dude, she's flying out of Chicago. There's probably a thousand flights from Chicago to Orlando. I'm like, just take five minutes. Get on the app. Buy a flight. I could have bought you one, but I was leaving it to you so you can pick whichever one you want. I'll pay for it. <sighs> kids. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> kids. Anyway, they, they don't get better when they're 26. Um, so let's talk about. Let's kind of go day by day of your trip. So you get there sure. into Orlando. You got your travel day. Did everybody travel well? I mean, with Frontier, though, I mean, you got there late. It sounds like you said the plane got in at 11. Yeah, Midnight. it was fine. Um, it, And we got in after that. I don't remember the exact time. We were. It was late. <laughs> it was all a blur. Uh, we got three Ubers, like, to take the 12 of us. Um, we thought about, like, mirrors, things like that, but... We didn't know when we were getting in yep. late. I just wanted I wanted to be there as soon as possible. So I'm like, let's just do this. It's not going to be that much more expensive to just get three Ubers for this many people. So they picked us up, dropped us off, got checked in, and um, we um, got settled in late. It's you know the kids are amped up, blah blah blah. It's just like a long process to get them to sleep. Especially yeah. our youngest, she's not the best at going to sleep. Uh, one thing we learned from a past trip was. We always have eye masks on us, and that seems to really help, one, them go to bed and to wait, sleep in, or take naps in the park. We have a couple pictures of our youngest just, like, in a stroller with an eye mask on going through the parks because, you know, just shuts the, you know, the, the brightness and all the craziness out. So uh, that did help them, and then we just, because we were getting in so late, that's why we kind of planned our next day the way we did. Uh, we didn't want to do anything super early. We wanted to let them sleep as long as they could. And, not push things Yeah, because i'm looking at your plan i love this plan because i mean especially considering you got in late but i think so many people get so excited day one like oh my gosh i got to be there it's extra magic hours you know it's early early morning hours whatever they're calling it nowadays for for resort guests yeah. that you know even though you got in at midnight i don't care like it's day one i can do it no because your body still needs rest and you got all that adrenaline and it just makes it actually mm -hmm. worse the next day but you guys kicked it off i think this, this is so perfect for, especially for a large group Ohana breakfast at 10 was 1050. It says in the notes, yep. perfect. Everybody. Cause you're not in a rush. Like exactly. You just got to get over and have, and just get a good meal in you, chill out, go to the Polynesian where it's laid back feeling anyway. And one, this is in my opinion, one of the best breakfasts on property. Anyway, I love this character breakfast. And by the way, you sent some pictures, cute pictures at this breakfast. <laughs> they are adorable, but I mean, it's a great way to kick off. Did it work out for you guys? Yeah, it did. Uh, I think it was a perfect start. Um, so my aunt's family, her and uh, my cousin, they decided they wanted to go to Epcot that day. They weren't going to do the after hours with us that night. So they want to kind of go to a park. Uh, but we did have my grandma and my mother-in-law come along with us. So it was nice. We had the group of seven uh, and we just had a ton of fun. My oldest isn't super into the characters, but he was perfectly fine. Just sit here he at the window. He was just watching the kids at the pool, just ready for his turn later in the day. <laughs> But uh, our two youngest, man, they just, anytime the characters came by, they loved it. Um, it was it was actually nice because, you know, they're clearing out to switch to lunch. So by the time we were done, there was, like, very few people left. So the characters, you know, were spending a lot of time with us mm -hmm. and taking their time. And we were seeing them. So that part was great. And, yeah, it was just the food is awesome. We love Pog Juice so much. Mm -hmm. Yep. Special <laughs> juice is so good. So we were excited to put some of that down. I think it's the sticky buns maybe they have there. Those were great. And uh, we just, it was a great start. It just was a nice 
calm way to get everybody into the spirit and be ready. Polynesia is a great environment to be in. And it was really cool. Yeah. I like the way too, you know, everybody didn't have to go. Like some people went, Epcot, exactly. that's cool. Like, and that's, I think that we've, we've said this honestly since the podcast started, but I've really learned like, you know, a few years in when you go with a large group, be cool with not being together the whole time, meet up for meals, you know, meet up in the parks for windows, but don't try to keep everybody together and say, okay, we, we came as a group. The whole focus of this trip is to go together. It, yeah, it is to be together, but it's not to be together the entire time. Let everybody break off and do their little things. I'll keep everybody happy. It because we nobody's happy when everybody stays together in a group of twelve. It just it's impossible. It it just really is. And this is I mean, you started off the right way. So walk us through this day because I'll make sure we get all this in, you know, in, in the amount of time we have here. But you guys, you were doing at you mentioned you're doing after hours at the end of the day. So how did you kind yep. of pace yourself? Because that's one of those things where you got to take it easy throughout the day. You want to get stuff done, but you also got to think yeah. about, okay, we got it, we're gonna be up late. Yeah, so we definitely planned this day because when the, we saw those after hours were available that day, we were like, you know, it, we've done the Halloween part. We did like the Halloween parties, things like that. We love that kind of just environment where it's quiet. Uh, the nighttime at the parks is awesome. So we decided to sign that up. And um, like I said, the rest of my family didn't want to do the extra cost there. And they weren't huge Hollywood Studios fans where we are a little more. So we... Uh, we're like, well, you kind of just plan your own thing. We'll do this. So we did the Ohana breakfast and then we just kind of like, we're playing it chill. We went to the grand flow, took monorail over there. That was calm. And they had all those Easter eggs made out of chocolate. The kids thought that was really cool. We let them get some uh, sugary treats, even though they just had this breakfast, they couldn't help themselves. (laughs) So they're eating those. And then we went back and let them swim for a little bit. And I don't know what it is about swimming. You think it would tire these kids out, but it just gets out that weird energy. Yep. Like it somehow refreshes them for the evening. I always, I always, for a long time, I always thought, no, it's just gonna make them tired, but it's actually like a really good way to like let them get the craziness out and then they are kind of ready to go. So I will say, so my uh, Jackie had gone down, she's already written Guardians and loved it. Guardians of the Galaxy is like my favorite movies. I love them. I've been dying to ride. So I kind of knew that I was gonna have to ride this first day. <laughs> so yeah. we had added an extra day to my ticket. She had an annual pass. Um, so after they swam for a little bit, we took them back to the room. My mother-in-law stayed with them, and we just, like, had them watch TV, try to just quiet room, dark, you know, just let them calm for a while. And then we took off, and it was kind of nice. We got a little time to ourselves. We went over there. We did meet up with the rest of the group, and uh, we rode Guardians using in the individual lightning lane and then turned around and rode the virtual queue. And, man, it, it did not disappoint. We just said, uh, oh, I love it. It's my favorite ride. I So... Thankfully, I, I learned it in the wild. Like I used to not be able to do Dumbo, but thankfully, Dramamine works for me. I was gonna say, well, and, if you can't do Dumbo, because I guess, and you did it back to back. I mean, I had the opportunity. I, I had the opportunity to ride this thing for six hours as much as I wanted at the media event. And I was like, one, I was like, check please. I loved it. Like I loved it, but yeah. I was like, I know my limits, man. Because there was a lady behind me getting sick, and she was old, she was older than me. And but I was not gonna be the next sucker getting hauled off that thing. I can tell you that because Pam would ride it. <laughs> Yeah, and I and I will say that I actually did get a tiny bit queasy at one point, but I had so much fun, and I was like, "Yep, let's go. I'm ready. I can do this." And uh, well, I enjoyed it the second time. We got different songs each time, and uh, it was just—it's an awesome experience. It's a long coaster, it is. and I was just super excited to finally get on it and enjoy it. Can't wait to uh, ride it again here soon, too. No, it's a great. It, it, 
it's a, it's an amazing attraction and i'll do it again probably this summer with the girls when we're down because it, it's fun it is it, it, I, I can do it once i mean i, I know it won't take me yeah. once but i just know I, you know i'm not i'm not 20 anymore even though i, it's I really act just, like i'm an idiot but i i know no i can't it's a great addition to epcot too though um like we were talking like our before we like i think our first trip to epcot like remy's wasn't there frozen wasn't there guardians wasn't there and it's one of those like it has a lot to offer but for like some of my kids like they love those kind those are like their three favorite rides there so it's just it's nice what they've done and it's nice for them to put a ride that my 10 year old is like super excited about you know like he's ready rearing and ready to go and to ride it and stuff so i'm just glad they have a big ride like that that he's gonna enjoy that's a good point because it's you know you got your soarins and you're living with the lands and your world showcase pavilions which are kind of you know my speed <laughs> you know your spaceship earth stuff like that but you know if you're 12 you want to ride something with a little little bite to it and there you go <laughs> so look, people are always asking though give us a review of that uh, hollywood studios after hours because people you know you're just there and this is probably going to get extended through the summer out of imagine at some point so uh what'd you think yeah so i i just think it's a great way to tour hollywood studios um like i feel i'm great with lightning lanes that it's like i I feel very confident and have going to Magic Kingdom and getting what we want done if we have because we'll always buy Genie Plus and do that stuff. Um, Hollywood Studios is a little tougher because it feels like everything is like an e-ticket attraction there, mm -hmm. so like it's harder to get stuff. So I love the idea that we can kind of go in and I don't have to like sit here and stress about getting these different rides and all that. Um, the kids love the unlimited ice cream and popsicles type stuff. They just think that's so cool, and uh, we so we were excited to try it out and we did have a great time. I think. It was well worth the money, in our opinion. Um, we didn't. I, I think you can get in at seven o'clock. We actually just didn't even get there till like, I think we got in about eight fifteen. We were just in no rush. It's like we knew from seven to nine it was going to be busy. I'm like, I don't need to get in and deal with these crowds. Like, we just want to be there for the event. So we got in, and I think we rode uh, Runway Railway um, before the party started. And then once the party started, we kind of had, or right before the party started, we headed to Midway Mania. And I think one of my favorite things about something like this is. Like we just let the kids guide the night. Like if they wanted to ride something, that's where we went. Which is so, which is such a cool thing because exactly. I think you always want that for your kids on vacation. But in a mm -hmm. in a normal day, it's just not feasible because you have all the information, right? You have the data. You have it right there in your hand with all the wait times, and you can critically see, mm -hmm. you know, the the path of least resistance in the day. You know, kids can't see that; they just want to ride this. But in a situation th that's a good point. In a situation like this, where everything should be equal in, in low, low lines. I mean, cause I'm looking at what you guys got done. It's amazing. Like this is in a norm. This is like three days worth of attractions in normal operating times. It probably more than that. It's exactly incredible. So we went in there like right before the party started, we got in line for midway mania, rode it, had a great time. The kids are like, Oh, I want to ride again. I'm like, I mean, we can't, okay. <laughs> we walked right back on. We get done. And the kids are like, can we just do one more time? I'm like, Sure, let's do it. So I don't, know how, I don't, know, how, like I don't know how your arms survived three oh, times in a row, man. That's like, was, dude, you're almost like Jacob Degrom. You almost had to get Tommy John on that one. I mean, it's just rough. I was dying. I think that third game, I was going for the. I, I was like, I'm gonna try to set an accuracy record, and I'm just like going boom, boom. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Boom. <laughs> I gotta take a break, guys. But the the kids were so you know they're so competitive. They love the gaming aspect of that. So I'm like, but yeah, see, we can ride this three times. You know, in a normal day, we might have the lightning lane, but they get out. It's a 45 minute wait, and we're just not gonna hop back in that line so here we just go in just got to walk through and we're right back on and the kids are just loving that kind of aspect to it so 
we finished that three times, you know, go ride to Swilling Saucers. Although it did kind of break down right as we get on. We're like, eh, we're not going to keep waiting. Like, <laughs> we don't want to waste time on Swilling Saucers yeah, here. That's fine. <laughs> so I think at this point, we'd already had one ice cream. So then we're going to Slinky, and it's about a 20-minute wait. So we uh, grabbed another ice cream, and, you know, we're eating that on the way and waited about 20 minutes, which is great for that. And there's no lightning lane, so the line's just moving. Yeah. That's that, one thing I like about that's the, That is such a key because exactly. lightning the, lane, if you're standing by, just kills the standby. But with no, exactly. with no lightning lane, man, that standby is just it's moving. Yeah. yeah. So we're waiting, but we're walking the whole time. Yeah, 100%. And the kids are staying busy, eating their ice cream, and boom, oh they God. finish up. We're at the front and do that. So we had fun doing that. We went, did Smuggler's Run because that's another gaming type ride the kids love. And uh, uh, we walked right onto that. We tried to go again, but I think it broke down because the line started getting long. So we went back, did Slinky again because that's what the kids wanted to do. And then, of course, we ride Midway Mania two more times. And my arm at this point is just hanging on, you know, any Tommy John or shoulder surgery or something after this. And then we grab, uh, I think it was my fifth ice cream of the night. Grab cool. one of those, hop back in the Slinky night, Slinky line and finish the night right before it closed in Slinky. That's a successful night, though. I mean, because th that is, I mean, that's at least a day or two's worth of attractions, right? I mean, all the stuff. You obviously didn't do rock and roll. Rock roll coast wasn't open then, though. It was under refurb. And top with tower was tower open that night, or you guys? So, so tower, so tower was open. Um, my two oldest were not going to do it. The oldest gets a little spooked of like dark spaces yeah. like that. So he likes like the mission breakout in Disneyland, but just the Tower of Terror creepiness factor kind of gets him. My seven year old can't do the drop, so we're just like, I'm not going to work, That's walk all the way over yeah, there when it, maybe just me wants to ride it, you know. So we hung in. I mean, it was still worth it for just doing Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge. It's just no. I mean, hey, and you got yeah, you got a little uh, Mickey and Minnie's in there too, and ate plenty of ice cream. I mean, <laughs> that sounds yeah. good. To, sounds good to me. I mean, and cool. then we, I think we, I think we took like eight to ten boxes of popcorn at the bottom of our stroller. We're taking it back to, for the next few days. <laughs> you're good. Loading up on waters and stuff. So, and if you're not watching the video, Cody will be out of the sling here in six to eight weeks. Uh, <laughs> not just kidding. He's good. Uh, okay. So the next day though, the next day looks like Typhoon Lagoon, Chicken Guy and Magic Kingdom is what you had put uh, for the heading for this day. So we'll just give us some highlights from this day. The water park. I haven't been to Typhoon Lagoon in ages and I really kind of miss this place. Yeah. So that was a, uh... So, you know, now we're going to bed again, super late. Exactly. One thing I'll mention is, like, if you're leaving these things and you're at one of the Skyliner resorts, the Skyliners are closed afterwards. So that was a little bit of a hiccup. Like, uh, it's fine. We yeah. took a bus, but yeah. it was like, you know, not realizing we're like, oh. Like, I don't, you feel wait. like you feel like a second class citizen, right? Because you're like, oh, I should be on the Skyliner because I'm at the Caribbean Beach. I, I, I know what you're thinking. I feel the same way yeah. when I'm about. <laughs> so we got in. Everybody went to bed pretty quick, which is good. And then this was another day where, like, okay, we're going to Typhoon Lagoon. No need to rush. Everybody... No, I'm not, you know, everybody just stay in bed as long as you possibly can. So it was good. Everybody slept, did a good job sleeping in. So we uh, got up, got ready. The whole group went to Typhoon Lagoon. Um, that's a little bit of a trek, you know, with all the going to Disney Springs yep. and switching buses. But it was well worth it. Um, we had never been there. And uh, it was just a highlight, like one of the highlights for my 10-year-old. Like part of the reason we did like the after hours, Typhoon Lagoon was just, you know, as he gets older, some of the rides aren't as super cool to him. So it was kind of fun to do some of these new things that he could do. You know, free ice cream, water yeah. park, all these yeah. big slides. And he's a little more adventurous now. So he was loving doing the big slides with my wife. I was kind of keeping the other ones. They love the wave pool. Is, stuff, is, so. right, let me ask, is, is the wave pool still like 
insane like that wave oh. i mean this is still dude i, I, I don't know how often I, it was but i think that i might have got my second or third concussion insane. from that thing because i lost a good pair of sunglasses to a wave there one time like i just got blasted <laughs> my sunglasses <laughs> yes so my grandma was there and she's uh she almost she was in there and, and it nearly took her took her with it and she wasn't even very deep but it, it's just it is very uh very crazy. So we were always prepared. We're like, oh, I already grabbed somebody. Yeah, somebody exactly. <laughs> I mean, I was talking about my 26-year-old Paige who will not buy her plane ticket right now. <laughs> when we used to go there when she was like nine and a skinny little soccer player, I was in there with her and man, one of those waves came and I did, I, she, that wave hit me and I did not know where she ended up. Like she was, <laughs> I was like, Paige, and she was like 30 feet from me. I mean, it blasted us. Like I could, That is no joke. Like, it is, they need to maybe turn that thing down to maybe 10. I think they got it set on 11. <laughs> that thing is insane. But Agreed. I think it's just for the enjoyment of the lifeguards. Um, <laughs> I think so too. So, that's a good way. I like that though. After hours event, water park. Because water park is something if you get there at you know, if you rope drop a water park or get there a couple hours in, the only thing you're really missing out is like a great seat under a tree, like a like a lounger. But otherwise, exactly. you, I mean in some of the water slide lines will be a little bit longer. But if you're gonna do the wave pool, the wave pool you can walk in anytime, you know, or the lazy yeah. river or stuff like that. Not not a big deal. The lines were never a hindrance to us. You know, we just it was never that bad and I think uh it was great for us to sleep in. Have a good day. We knew we were going to go Magic Kingdom that night. So, you know, I'd have an alarm and every couple hours I'd book a lightning lane, stack them for the evening. And, you know, we were set to go for later in the night. It's good. We're quick. Chicken guy, though, for lunch. You said for your picky eaters. Yeah. I like chicken guy. I think it's. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have a good actually salad that has some good chicken strips on top, some cool dressings. So you guys like it, too? Yeah. You know, the kids will eat the chicken, uh, the chicken tenders there. And it, I think it's just perfect for them. So it's nice. Cause like we go to Disney Springs from Typhoon Lagoon. So I don't think we're really planning on eating there, but we're like, we're stopped here. Let's just go eat our meal and then go get ready for magic kingdom. So we, uh, went ahead, ate that headed back to the room. And then this was like maybe the biggest hiccup of the whole trip for me was, you know, Tron was actually, it was in its soft opening. So we were super excited that we got to go down there. It was going to be open. So this was open April 1st. We were a little disappointed, but now we get this new soft opening. So I, I wake up that morning. I buy an individual, individual lightning lane, I think like six o'clock thinking, all right, that's plenty of time. We'll get to the park. So I get ready after we're done. And I'm like, kind of waiting on, I'm kind of standing outside the room. Nobody's coming out from the other rooms, from our oh, room. I'm no. like, oh no, guys, like, I, I said we got to leave it this time and now it's like 10 minutes later i'm like oh boy the Let's buses that just got here uh-oh so i'm like racing ahead trying to get to the bus stop and i'm like i'll slow the bus down but it pulls out and i'm just like oh no and then it says like it'll be here in 20 minutes i'm like it's gonna be cutting it tight and all of a sudden it said like 40 minutes and i was like oh I yeah was just, i was like hey i'm gonna take a little walk just behind the behind the shelter here for a minute <laughs> Yeah, been there, been there. Because you're ready. Like, I'm always one that's ready, right? I'm like, oh, let's go. And it's like, and it's and you, one of those, like, you can't say anything either. Yeah. I, lo I love the planning and stuff. And it's just like, please, like, I, I just need this time. But I understand it was a long day. Yep. Anyways, so all of a sudden it pops up, a bus pops up, and it, it says it's going to Magic Kingdom. Wasn't even on the schedule. And I was like, oh, thank you. So I'm like, we're going to get there, like, with 15 minutes to get to the ride. Because I knew they were being super strict yep. on, like, letting people late so we uh we kind of took the people that were able to ride left kind of the younger kids in the slower group 
behind and after we got checked in and kind of took off and i think we got in with like maybe three four minutes to spare so we got on had a great time loved it i took it once i once i tapped that band and it turned you know green i was like oh all right well i mean that that's how walt intended it you know like survival exactly. the fastest exactly. you know like exactly <laughs> like you know that's how i drew it up in 55 you know <laughs> if you're slow you don't get to ride the coaster <laughs> i would leave you on main street so, so thankfully everybody got left wasn't planning on riding so that part was good but <laughs> have an ice we, cream uh, kid here's the magic band exactly you're gonna have that later i I almost took off and i was like oh then i'm like oh crap i would have left them when i had the kids fingerprints i'm like oh gosh this would have been (laughs) thankfully i hung in there long enough we would get along a couple deep breaths (laughs) checked in had a great time and i said and then from that point on you know we just we went around tomorrowland we went through you know the speedway through fantasyland storybook we kind of knew like we were getting there late the park was open to 11 we weren't planning on staying that late but we were like you know, we've been here before one. We're coming back on a later day. We don't need to rush through. We have a, we had some lightning lanes. We knew we'd have some fun and just let the kids kind of, once we get through some of these lightning lanes, guide it. So I had actually set my lightning lanes up to like buzz, speedway, teacups type stuff. Barnes, you know, I wanted to limit. We had very young kids from four months all the way to 69. So it was like, I want to make sure we're. Yeah, going, you're not going zigzagging. limiting steps. Yeah, yeah. We you're need to walk haunted in a mansion, Space Mountain, Big Thunder, Buzz, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I pride myself on just the least amount of steps we can do while we're in the parks because you know you want to do that. So we had a great time. One of another great memory was uh, we got on Winnie the Pooh while the fireworks going off. Come out, and uh, my youngest Charlotte and my cousin's daughter Finley, they were watching the fireworks like. After, after we left the exit to Winnie the Pooh in the distance, and we just got some really cool pictures my wife took of just like, it looks like Photoshopped how great it was. And they were loving listening to the song and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, Enchantment, you know, it was Enchantment still at the time. And, you know, that's fine. We didn't see a need to go watch it just because my oldest aren't really big on fireworks. But the youngest ones, they just loved watching the fireworks off in the distance, listening to music. And that was just a really cool way to kind of want to wrap up that day. And there's something except to be said. for the ice cream. Yeah, I mean, I got ice you wrapped up with ice cream. I mean, if yes, you leave yes. the Magic Kingdom without having ice cream at the end of the night, there's, <laughs> you know, I question if it was a good day. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the same with Disneyland, Gibson Girl. Got to get you mobile order out there, which is the oh, oh my oh, god, is, holy cow, that you can mobile order changer. ice cream. I mean, come on now. Like I, when I saw that last July, I'm like, <laughs> you can mobile order ice cream on Main Street. What? <laughs> I, was like, I, had to, I had to take my kids back one of the kids back at one point on our trip to disneyland <laughs> and i was like you know what i'm in the far back of the park let's just let a place in order real quick i'll eat it on the way back that's the greatest <laughs> i was like i told scott i was like oh man this might be better than like giving me a new land <laughs> you can mobile order ice cream on main street anyway so yeah i mean you're right though sometimes this happened upon the fireworks i know like everybody's looking for the perfect spot the fireworks dessert party some of my best memories of fireworks have not been watching projections. This has been like like popping out of Small World and like, oh, I'm seeing them from the backside of the castle. Like yeah. just seeing them though. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, I like this stuff. Okay, so I'll make sure we get this. So next day is Epcot Day with a little break in the middle. So how'd that go? Yeah, so again, we just, we were at Magic Kingdom late. I was just like, you know, let just everybody reach out to me when you wake up. Um, I'm not going to push a time here. Uh, we have the day. I'll book some lightning lanes. So we're ready in the morning. So we um, went ahead and got, I don't know. I don't know exactly when we got to the park, 10, 11. Um, everybody was a little slow kind of feeling it from the, you know, the first two days and stuff. But we had a fun exploring World Showcase. Um, 
we kind of split off in groups here. I kind of knew that my aunt and cousin's family, they love to kind of do the snacking and look at the, the countries and stuff. Uh, my family of five, we're not super into that part of it. Um, so we kind of, what we did is, I think uh, I took uh, the kids and we did the DuckTales adventure game. And that's, cool. uh, that's just a great way to explore those different countries for the kids. There's, it's really cool interactive things. The phone, you know, the phone will send you certain places. You'll do something on the game, answer a question based off the window you're looking at. And all of a sudden the window will fill with water or like something will shoot off in the distance in the Mexico pavilion. And it just, the kids all thought that was really cool. And they just love the scavenger hunt part to it. So it's just, if you have kids that might not be super excited, but you have a group like that, it's just a great way to have some fun looking at different things, going to shops you wouldn't normally go to. And right. I, uh, yeah, last time I, last time I did that, that was Kim possible. But I mean, that's how old yeah. I am. Like it, and you didn't use your own cell phone. You, they gave you one. Like it was, yeah. it was like a no, we did it with the Phineas and Ferb. I think it was yeah, when I mean, we first did it. Yeah. But it was I mean, kind of the same thing, right? Stuff with like in the distance, like something would pop out of like a peak of a window. Or it's, something. But it was, it was it's so very cool. similar. That's yeah. for sure. Very so cool. so, so, Some yeah. same spots. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great idea. It's a great idea to go around and do yeah. things. So you and guys my kids also... love the scavenger hunt. So they have like you know the, at this the flower uh, the festival going on. Mm -hmm. They have you know the scavenger hunts there. So we were doing those too and doing that. And then we did do like you know the Grand Fiesta tour, Frozen Ever After, and then we did Remy's before we headed back to the room for a little pool break and just kind of downtime for. I think my grandma just kind of relaxed for a bit. My mother in law. I think uh, my mother in law and Jackie, my wife, she they took naps while I took the kids to the pool. And I'm sitting here like booking lightning lanes. I'm just like, you all recover and uh, we'll go full on tonight. It's good to have somebody stacking those lightning lanes because I'd have been taking the nap. <laughs> yeah. I, I get up super early, run and take naps in the afternoon. All right. So how'd it go though when you guys bounce back in the evening? Because obviously you had some lightning lanes kind of in your pocket and it cools off. I mean, I don't know if the weather, how was the weather in, in March? Was it hot yet? You know, the first like four days of our trip were like low 80s i mean it was just great some of the best weather we've ever had on a disney trip um, towards the end it got a little hot but we were fine by that um so it was it was a pleasant evening you know no worries there um we didn't do a ton that evening i think we got on test track and then we had to do we did the virtual queue for guardians we didn't have individual lightning lane that day and uh we waited about an hour so we got in line like close to closing that was another time where the group was kind of taking it a little slow and i didn't want to wait that long because i knew the line got long there but it was the one chance for our seven and four year old to do the ride. So we were like, it's fine. We'll wait. They weren't like super patient, but I think it was uh, during like a final four basketball game. So my youngest bracket was still in play. So I'm like, Here, <laughs> watch the game. You can, uh, you can keep an eye on this. My four year old was like just the tiniest bit away from riding it. So she was very disappointed, but my mother-in-law took her and got her a little stuffed animal and that, save the day and yeah, then went back cure. to the room and relaxed yeah buying a souvenir cures everything usually in yeah. most cases and in my case she won and you so could... nolan and easton they love the ride they can't wait to do it again we just all had a great time and uh so then the park was closed we had to do it's just like i knew the timing was gonna be horrible we get off harmonious is like finishing up oh when you're behind the harmonious, like yeah. when you see it end and like you're in the back of the, the fireworks crowd you're just like oh yeah. and we got to get to the skyliner so we got to <laughs> yeah. walk from guardians yeah. all the way to international gateway so like the lines for the Skyliner were just like, oh no, like should we walk somewhere else? But we just got in and as terrible as it looked, it was, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 minutes. So it wasn't any like, it was not a whole lot different than waiting for a bus. It yep. just felt terrible because how long the line was. Uh, 
but we got on, got back, got some rest, and survived. Yeah, that is <laughs> the thing about it sky- was worth it for Guardians. That and the Skyliner. That's exactly right. I mean, I've been there. I was there the last night of Illuminations. I was there the night the Skyliner opened. I went down for the Skyliner opening day. I was so excited about it, and both times. Like the Skyliner line has been great. I mean, almost like to the bridge heading over to the boardwalk. Yeah. I mean, that's where yep. you got that's in line. It was. It, yeah. it was ridiculous. Like, I'm like, what, what am I in line for? Because this is way, I, I could almost get an ice cream. Like, it's boardwalk. <laughs> I'm so far. But um, speaking of ice, it's an ice cream show. But the thing is, like, it does. It's like an omni mover, right? Because as long as there's good weather, it just keeps on moving. And it's just more comfortable than a bus. You know, <laughs> like, I'm not going to be like sitting in somebody's armpit, you know, like, you know, because I'm always standing, obviously, in a bus. So, it's fine. Exactly. And, and it's just, it's a like, I don't know, one of the greatest additions. Oh. Like, I own, like, all these little Skyliner little figurines Same. and, like, <laughs> some popcorn Skyliner buckets. Like, I just love Same, all the Sky, right? everything yeah, Skyliner. Exactly. Yeah, it's, like, it's over there now because I dropped yeah. it and it broke. Okay, so uh, next day, here's one thing I want to hear about. The Caring for Giants you guys did and Wilderness yep. Explorers over at Animal Kingdom. And, oh, my, the speaking of the most wild experience of all, you guys went to the outlets and then you did some swimming. <laughs> Ah, no, not me. Not okay, me, not me. okay, good. I was like, never <laughs> am I. I did once with Scott, and almost I probably almost ended in jail when somebody tried to book me on a carnival cruise <laughs> at one of those kiosks in the middle. I'm like, dude, don't make me fight you because I'd run the full marathon that day. I'm like, I'm about to knock you out. <laughs> just leave me alone. I don't want to book a carnival cruise. No, just tell us about this day though. You can start off with that tour, which I think is really cool, especially for kids your age. Yeah. So. Uh, we got there a little later, but we, so we just don't do a ton of rides in Animal Kingdom. Um, me and Jackie love Everest. It's our favorite coaster, but none of our kids will ride it because of that dang Yeti that doesn't even move. I'm like, why are we scared of this like thing that's just still? But So we kind of knew going in, it would just be like a lot of wilderness explorers. But my oldest, Nolan, his favorite uh, animal is an elephant. So we had wanted to do this a few years back for his birthday, but then all the they just tend to have it around because of COVID mm-hmm. and everything. So we ended up... Uh, this trip we're like oh this is a perfect opportunity let's go ahead and do it and it's it's really a reasonable price for what it is um so it was just so cool you know they we have a guide i think there was about 10 to or well it was um us five and my mother-in-law on this one um the rest of the group we just went off and did some other rides while we were there that we weren't going to do um so we went they i think it was like probably 12-ish of us so we went backstage we got on a little bus and they took us to where the elephant area is but it was just great learning on the on the ride, you know, seeing some of that backstage stuff. The kids thought it was cool. It's not like it broke any of the magic for them at all. Um, so you're not like a crazy amount closer than like if you're on the safari, but you're sitting there and she's explaining things and they're coming out. And at first there was none there. And she's like, well, sometimes they're not. We can't really change anything. And we're like, oh, boy, great. This is not going to be great. <laughs> but then like within like two minutes, four of them came over and it was like the group of female elephants and. She was just telling cool stories about them and everything, and we just thought it was the it was a lot of fun learning about it. Um, the kids got to hold elephant poop, so that was interesting. Yeah, there you little, go. Uh, Paying yeah. extra to hold a little, uh, yeah, yeah. interesting. Exactly. <laughs> but hopefully those, it wasn't those... for a, hopefully it was uh, yesterday's. I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, definitely sterile. Thankfully, yeah, it was yeah, all yeah, clean yeah. and all that. But uh, they thought that was funny and got a good kick out of that. And some different things. Um, so, uh, our guy, you know, these guys, they're just so good at what they do and keeping the kids entertained, taking questions, letting them, you know, keeping them engaged. So, that was good. Um, and then we took the bus back, and one, like, just a crazy experience. They, she stops the bus because she's under 
off to the right is a like another bus just parked and under it is this like eagle and snake and they're literally like facing off the snake's like hunched up ready to snap and the, the hawk has its wing spread and we just sit there for like three four minutes just like watching this like one kind of go and the other one kind of go and then eventually we had to like leave but it was just like the weirdest little adventure on our way back <laughs> so, so nobody knows uh how, what happened we don't know we don't know what happened in the end we choose had to your, get back but a, we were excited a, to watch it. today's podcast is a choose your own adventure people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you pick the ending who won if it was a hawk well, I was a Hazelwood Central Hawk, so let's don't have the okay. Hawk lose. You know, the snake. It was, the, it was the, the more aggressive ones. I think it might have got. <laughs> Especially if it was an eagle, the eagle had to have won. Okay, so but you guys, it sounds like it was a lot of fun. I mean, that's yeah. one of those things. You know, I've done a lot of tours, but I've never done that one, and that is high on my list to give a shot shot to because I've never done one at the Animal Kingdom. I've never gotten close yeah. to the animals. So, I mean, you don't get close, so, but just a little backstage. Cool and since we don't do a ton of rides, it's a good place for us to do a tour. You know, it kind of fills in the day and uh, gives the kids something ex extra to do. Um, so after we're done with that, um, this is when the the real like exploration into the jungle was, where all the ladies went to the outlets trying Phew. to deal with that craziness there. Man. So they they all took an Uber. I stayed with uh, it was me and the three kids. Uh, my three kids. We stayed, and my kids were just determined to do every wilderness explorer badge so we did a bunch before the tour and we trekked all over the place and we accomplished our goal right as uh my wife and mother-in-law were getting back they kind of were meeting us back at the park while the rest of the family went to do the storybook dining um so they came back and we did it we finished we were tired a lot of steps in but the kids had a lot of fun and they love doing that kind of stuff. As rough as that sounds, I'd have taken 50 kids for every wilderness explorer outpost rather than go to the outlet for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that is just, I know all of our UK friends and all of our overseas friends are like, but Mike, we go to the outlets and we come home with a thousand pounds worth of food or uh, with clothes. I'm like, I'm telling you, that's they're made for you guys. No, I buy my stuff online. <laughs> I don't even get shoes exactly. at the store exactly. anymore. <laughs> if I need something, it's always online. I don't leave my house hardly anymore because I can't deal with shops. Okay, yeah. looks like last day was your big Magic Kingdom day. What a what a day yep. to go out. So uh, let's because we got a few minutes here. How how'd that go? It was good. So the the other group they went to do uh, Crystal um, Crystal Palace, and then they got my uh, cousin's daughter her first haircut at the barber shop. So oh, they had a really so fun cute. time with that. Um, they had, had a really cool experience with there. We um, we got in. We didn't. We weren't going to rush in because we weren't going to meet up with them till like afternoon, close to one o'clock. So we kind of knew we can get there a little late. I'll we'll do some lightning lanes as we get there. So we did some of the stuff we had done the previous day. You know, Tomorrowland, Barnes. My Charlotte loves Barnstormer, so we just had to make sure we got that in before <laughs> too long. Squeeze that in, um, and then we met up and did a lot of like. Adventureland and all that stuff, but you know, obviously we got some ice cream over there. Uh, we did the citrus type stuff this go around, but got to have some ice cream out there in Adventureland. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, yeah, we just kind of. Oh, uh, one thing I'll say is the my daughter had the cutest little Winnie the Pooh kind of themed outfit. So the first thing we did do was go meet Pooh and Tigger, waited in line for that, and uh, got some great pictures there. So that was uh, a lot of. It's just always we love the characters and love seeing them. Oldest, you know, the kids are getting a little older. So some of the Nolan has no interest in it, but our two youngest, they love it, and we make it a point to make sure we see some characters. Let me let me stop here for just one second because I I have to ask you this because you, you just this is just the travel agent in me. I think have you guys ever done a Disney cruise or thought about it? 
So, because <laughs> you guys are the target audience, and I'll tell you why. Because you're big into characters, you're really into the. You know, I think you really like being in like that Disney kind of bubble feel. And ice cream. I'm telling you what, man. There's yeah. a, there's an ice yep. cream machine on deck, dude. It is crazy. It, I I eat an insane amount of ice cream on every cruise. I'm just saying. I, I think because I think you would really you especially would enjoy it. But I just I'm just curious because oh, they no. are so much fun. You've sold me over though. these years on the podcast. Because uh, <laughs> I'm talking about you would have a blind, you would have so much fun with us sometimes. Yeah, um, <laughs> we have we have some fears of like our the family has some fears of the whole like middle of the ocean thing. Um, we're trying to work past it so we can eventually maybe do it. Uh, my cousin's family is going next year, so hopefully maybe that experience will kind of uh, firsthand go. experience might guide us in the right direction. But cool. uh, I just wonder. I we, just wonder because it sounds like I mean you guys would have a ball. It, it, my wife's the same way about cruises. She like because we always get a veranda because I always want one, but she won't go out there. Like she's a Missouri <laughs> right. She's a Missouri girl, tried and true. Like I'll be out there. I love the sound of the ocean, the smell. I I'm hanging out at night. I love looking at. <laughs> She's like, you're going to fall in. Nobody's ever going to find you. I'm like, I am not going to fall in. I'm good. Like, but she's like, close that door. I'm like, I paid all this extra money for this veranda. I am going to use it. But yeah, she's a Missouri girl. And I, I mean, it's a legit concern, but it, it's, it's beautiful. It's really, I was just wondering, cause it, it is a, it's a cool way to see Disney. It's, it's so chill though. I mean, no lines to get in anywhere. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. I'm okay. sure. I was just wondering, cause I mean, no, you're, yeah. you're nailing like, especially with characters cause they're everywhere on the ship. I mean, everywhere. Yep. You'd love it. Okay, real quick. So you guys, give uh, me to cut you off there, but how, how'd you oh, wrap yeah. up today? Looks like you got to do Tron one more time, maybe. Yeah, we did. Uh, we had a late um, individual lightning lane for Tron, so we went ahead and uh, got to ride our middle kid, Easton. Yeah. He was just like a tiniest bit short, so they actually went through the first one. And I think they That's even like the measured worst. it twice, and he was okay. But then he got to like ride it when they did like the lockers, and they said he was too short, so. He was disappointed, but we were able to get him on Space Mountain while they rode Tron, and eh, that kind of okay. helped alleviate some of the pain. Yeah, I got. But I, I got just wish I, I got, was yeah. like, I, I wish it was just like if they get into the first one. I agree. That's dude. That's that's the worst. Like you know, the false hope. I mean, but I, I'll tell you what. I get. I've only ridden Tron once when I was down for uh, springtime surprise races. And I was actually on the light cycle and I got busted because I had a fanny pack on. Like they saw uh, it. They had to shut down. They're, they're like, we have a fanny pack. And they made me get off and do a walk of shame all the way back up to the lockers. It was so embarrassing. And I didn't even realize I had the stupid thing on because I only had it on because I was scared I was going to lose my iPad, my uh, AirPods because it kept falling out of my pocket. Yeah. They're so slick, that little plastic. I fucking, oh, I was like, could you so, embarrass me anymore that I have a fanny pack on under, cause I had hey, it I, under my shirt, but I, when uh, I got on, it popped out. Oh. I'm a, I'm a fanny, I'm a fanny pack fan though. Like I have like all like the extras in my fanny pack, like extra contacts, hair ties, floss picks. I got it all, you know, I'm pulling it out if we need something. So I'm always going to be ready. Mine was rocking though, because it was, it was a guardians of the galaxy one that we got at the media oh. event. So it was really, I mean, it's pretty cool looking. Back. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a cool looking one, but I had it hidden, but man, that, that dude caught me and he just yelled it so loud. He's like, fatty back. And they shut everything down and made me get off. I was like, Oh man, I'm so embarrassed. Cause I'm there by myself. I was with nobody. Like, who's well, I just solution? admitted I'm jealous of your fanny pads. On a podcast, it's going to be listened by a lot of people. <laughs> that's, so. yes, that's always not great. I'll have to wear it when I'm done in July <laughs> next month. Uh, just I'll be rocking it on the outside. Okay, because I think so, now, I'll, I'll say this about Tron. We we did enjoy it. Um, I'll, I'll say this as another ride that this was great for my ten year old. Um, it's a good addition to the park for that standpoint. Like he's excited to go to Magic Kingdom for that. If it was just like I don't have to ride it. <laughs> 
he does, but like it's not like a must do for me. Um, but it is, I, I like having some of these rides as we get, our kids are getting older. So it's nice to have some of these Guardians, Tron type rides that they've added recently for, you know, some older kids thrill rides like that. I agree with you, but here's the thing. I wish they would have like Tron, this is just me, Tron, even Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, just like his regular rides. You know what I'm saying? Just like on the same playing field as Space Mountain, as Big Thunder Mountain. You notice everything kind of in the same vein you know it's just like it's another yeah. coaster you can experience throughout the day you know you don't have to go through all the mm -hmm. seven o'clock a.m rigmarole or buying the individual lightning lane i know it's a revenue source but just make it you go in the park that day it's an it's another option you know it's something else to do with your admission to the park and just make things because i think disney is trying to because of tons of guest feedback they've been getting in surveys because they've obviously changed things because of that in 2024 coming up um you know, simplify. And I think that'd be a great way to simplify. You pay your ticket, you go in, you know, everything here, just get it. I mean, I did even see, I don't know how you said you've been off social media, but I saw even today as we record that they're putting in an extended queue, like physical, physical, like, you know, almost like switchback posts outside of guardians. So, Oh, wow. Interesting. You know, if, what's that tell you? I mean, maybe the virtual queue days are, who knows? I, you read into that what you want. Who knows? Because, I mean, they didn't, yeah. they used yeah. it actually for the after hours event uh, a couple weeks back. They used actually a, you know, standby line for the first time. So I, and I just like this. I like the logistics of Disney, like as much as I do the whole going, you know, oh, like just like how all the operations all fall in. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll say like, because we, like you're saying, like we went uh, like October 2020, I think it was. And I mean, it was a whole different experience because like there was no lightning lanes, fast pass. And it was just a whole different yeah. kind of trip, you know, like. We just got in line if we wanted to ride something, and the and line it's moved. Simple and so and, e it was so easy. Yeah, I, I yeah. went in August of 2020, and it was just like, oh, it's so simple. Just put on a ride. You have to think. And, and things were limited, so it made sense that it was easier to go. Um, so you know, when they have these big crowds, it is harder. I'll say, like, I'm very good at the planning aspect of it, and like booking lightning lanes and doing the virtual queues. So like, we don't really wait a lot, but I think just for a normal guest, like, I can take advantage of this stuff. And we're willing to pay the extra money. Mm -hmm. But as a normal guest, I mean, it's like trying to tell somebody about this stuff. It's just hard. I agree. But I mean, I think, though, if you took out, you know, individual lightning lanes and, you know, how virtual queues and stuff like that, I think that benefits the the first timer because mm -hmm. it takes it back. To, and not that I say Disney's like a Six Flags, but it takes it back to the, the least common denominator. Like you go through the gates and you just ride rides, you know, and. You, you could still have Genie Plus, right? Because, I mean, even Six Flags has whatever their system is where you can buy some kind of a thing to have shorter lines. That's fine. But I just think there's there's just there's so much. Like I say, if you try to explain this to somebody who's new to it, it is, it, it's like calculus. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to give you this today. Tomorrow, we're going to go to the next level. The, you know, then we're going to do this. And it's just, it, it is kind of confusing, which I do think Disney does need to simplify it a little bit. Even though you know, they have this level of income, then this revenue stream, then this level, but eventually it just gets too, you know, abstract for people to understand how to have a great day. And in the bottom exactly. line is people have to go home and say they had a great day. They can't go home and say it was confusing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we get it, but you know, I mean, we're also <laughs> way in, you know, over our heads, you know, we're invested more than most people are. So real quick though, you wrapped up the night though, with some obviously ice cream. And I love the way you went back to the hotel and swam. I think that's a great way to wrap up a vacation. Yeah. So we, uh, had a great finish the trip. We did have an early flight the next day. Um, but we, you know, we knew we wanted the kids to kind of just go back, have one last hurrah there. 
I was getting a little like it was getting a little late at the pool, and I was like, we should leave by this time. And it was like 15 minutes past that time and 20 minutes past that time because we had to get packed still. And our yeah. flight was like super early. But I'm like, oh, I'll just hang in there. <laughs> so yeah. we got packed up, and uh, the kids, you know, they went to bed. We had to wake them up early. Got to the airport, and uh, we got home. And within I don't know a couple weeks, I was having Disney Blues downloading the Photo Pass photos. Within 24 hours of that, I'm putting together an Excel sheet, sending it to my wife, and we're emailing you saying, hey, can you book us a trip for July? That's <laughs> how you do it. I know, because Mallory's already And that's on top of our Disneyland trip that we already had booked for October, but it's like, yeah, we got to get back soon. Trust me, you know, we're, we're three weeks plus a couple of days out from the podcast cruise, and Mallory's already like, so we got to do a longer cruise next time. I'm like, Mallory, we haven't <laughs> gone on this one yet. But, I mean, she is exactly, she's my kid, right? She's like, but... I'm going to be sad when we get off the cruise. I'm like, we haven't even, it's three weeks. We haven't even got on the cruise yet. <laughs> she's What she's doing is she's speaking what's in my heart already. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, stop. Exactly. You're saying out loud what I'm already thinking because it's going to go too fast. You know, but you're right. I mean, you got to kind of think about the, the next time. All right, we've gone way long and I won't keep you that yeah. long. But real yeah. quick, as we wrap this show up though, one memory or lesson learned, because I mean, you you've given so many great nuggets of information for folks traveling with large parties, even, you know, with just, a family of five but what would you tell folks like what was the lesson learned or just the the memory you're going to keep from this vacation you take so many but every vacation is unique so what was the lesson out of this one or the story so i think two things first would be um so my oldest nolan the previous trip or two he hadn't been like well he he loved disneyland but the previous trips to disney world he'd been a little less excited about some of the rides and stuff so i think you know, realizing like, hey, let's mix in some different things like the water park, the after hours, where we used to go park to park all day. I think mixing things in that are exciting to these kids as they get older and doing a lot more pool time, water slides, just, it was so fun to watch him have fun, just like even just playing ping pong at Caribbean Beach, you right. know, like giving him time to do stuff and not just have to do what we tell him to do. I think that was uh, part of the reason I wanted to get back so soon. I just was excited to see him excited to be there and spending family time and getting off these rides, big rides and having a good time. And then, yeah, just kind of circling back on as a big group, just you got to build that time in for uh, split up. I'm sure a lot of the people that come onto your podcast doing these trip reports are the planners you would think. So I know for me, like I'm, if I have that group of 12 with me, I'm sitting here thinking like, I want to make everybody happy. You know, right. I want to make sure we get everybody done. So there's a lot of stress that gets involved there. So, it's one good for me to decompress from like feeling responsible for everyone. Um, and then I think too, like if I'm always guiding things, I feel like people might think they're missing out on things or they're hearing me constantly tell them what to do. So I think it's also good for the rest of the group to kind of split up and have their own yes. decisions uh -huh. to make and things like that. So we did a real good job. I think of that, and but we still made a lot of good family memories, got good pictures. You know, we were, we were together as a 12 quite a bit and did a lot of rides together and, you know, just, it was a very memorable trip and you know, I can't wait to get back. It sounds like everybody had a good time. That's the bottom line. And you know, you balance that very well. Cause you know, I've heard, you know, there's people that try to stay together the whole time and it just does not yeah. work. You know, you have the, and, and the thing is everybody has the best intentions. Like I, I know yeah. their hearts in the right place, but like you said, people, they won't say it, but they, they just need a little time to go. You know, I really, I won't say it out loud, but I'd really like to go do this, but you know, the rest of the group might not want to do that and you're given permit when you give permission that's a great thing you know to say going exactly. in it's cool we don't have to be together yeah, the and we, they did a different dining than we did and it's just like everybody has different tastes like just you know it can be your own trip too and 
one of the things we love about Disney, you know, we had a four month old all the way through a 69 year old and it's just, you know, everybody's having fun together and you know, how many different places are you going to have that kind of, you know, ability to do. Absolutely. So. Cool. Well, hey, Cody, I appreciate you taking the time. I know we went a little bit long, but uh, thanks for hanging out with us and have a good time next month. We'll be down there as well. And uh, we'll have to talk about that trip and, and all that good stuff coming up Disneyland as well. And just again, appreciate the time and thanks for sharing all those Absolutely. memories. Thank you, Mike. It was a lot of fun. All right. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney vacation, whether it's the Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney. Just swing by the website today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's over at brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. Anytime you buy anything on Amazon, like this week, I had to buy a screen protector for my iPhone. Wonder why? Because I dropped it. So if you need to buy anything like that, just click through brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. That helps support the show. And thank you to our Patreon subscribers who support the show. You guys make all these uh, podcasts possible. And our Patreon uh, subscribers get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. So if you'd like to support us over there, come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Uh, we will also have our live call-in show this Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central. So join us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch six o'clock central where we live here, seven o'clock Eastern. You can call Scotty G or myself, and we'll be taking your calls talking about all things Disney. So we'd love to hear from you there. Also, give me a follow on the social media at Mike, Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to talk to you over there, too. All right, we're going to jump out of here, and we'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. So until we get together again, for Cody, I'm Mike. Wish you a great Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.